Hey everyone, it's Make It A Popcast. My name is Evan. And I'm Katie. And Katie, we're not alone today. Would you believe it? We're not. Ooh. <laughs> so today we have a guest. It is Lucas Myers. Um, he has been a drag artist for 11 years, having performed twice at Grand Canaria uh, Pride and as well as events all over the UK. So Lucas, welcome. Hello, hello. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very warm. I'm very flustered. Um, I won't lie. Hello, mm. Lucas. Nice to meet you. I hello. actually never said that at the start of the meeting. Oh, no, no, it's all right. <laughs> I am also very warm. This jumper is probably a bad idea. My heating is on. Oh. Because I can't turn it off because I already started the cycle. My window was open and I have a jumper on and I was running around trying to make my dinner before this. So <laughs> I feel your pain. I'm so warm. How are you, Evan? You look cozy. Uh, I am cozy. I've had a bit of a middle day. <laughs> yeah, you have. So last night, well, last night I flew to Birmingham to Ava Max. Oh, I've seen that you've seen her, yeah. Yeah, so unreal. I had such a good time. And then today, um, so I wasn't hungover. Like, I, I had a few drinks, but I wasn't, like, mad hungover. Do you know what I mean? Bit groggy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, had uh, flying Ryanair. Like, so it gets delayed. So it was mm-hmm. delayed an hour. I was strolling around Birmingham Airport, which is a very nice airport, I will say. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. The Burger King? (laughs) The Burger King there has like soda machines that you can refill yourself and you can get cherry coke with ice. And I'm like, that hits the spot if you're not feeling great. (laughs) That's true. Nothing a coke can't fix. Mm. Yeah, so that's what I've been up to. Sounds good. I've just been, I've actually been cleaning my room. Like I proper, 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 like gut cleaned it this afternoon. Um, that's why I ran out of time and I was like, oh, I need to eat and prepare myself, which is what I don't. But um, yeah, so I feel your pain. Mm. Yeah, but I had a nap and I'm rejuvenated, I will say. Happy for you. Lucas, what's going on with you in life? How's it going? Um, yeah, all right. I've just been at work. Again. Oh really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing exciting. Um, no, that's it. I think really. No. I'm just. I think I'm just on countdown for the Mighty Hoopla. So uh-huh. that is just always at the forefront of my brain. Okay, so Mighty Hoopla. I know of this. Yeah, I've this is so. This is the first time I will have gone. Um, mm-hmm. So when I tell my friends about it, I just say someone has gone into my Spotify and created a festival. And just oh. used it. <laughs> so, uh, so Rachel Stevens is going to be there this year. <laughs> no way! It's well timed, um, and it's the first. It's the first solo performance in I think like thirteen, maybe longer, wow. a lot of years since this album came out. Um, no. She it didn't really do anything after that, and then she's just done S Club stuff. Um, okay. Clear, do you remember Clear? They're getting back together. No. So they no. were the girls who didn't get into Girls Aloud. Ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it's like deep cuts from the 2000s. I didn't know they'd done anything. Yeah. They've got a few <laughs> good songs. They didn't, they didn't like take off in the charts or anything, but um, yeah. they've got a few good songs and there seems to be a lot of excitement from getting back together. Ah, oh, that's good at least. So it just seems to be where I think the four one one got back together last year for it. They just yeah, sort of revived. TikTok introduced me to the four one one. They are so good, yeah. literally. So they just—I just don't think uh, the management were fully behind them when they were out. So they kind of just sort of like fizzled away. Mm. Right, I see. But other than that, that's about it, really. Yeah, <laughs> work and mighty hoopla. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the two most important things in life. Well, I mean, work is it? <laughs> work. Oh God, no, it's not important, but it's necessary. Yeah, <laughs> it's like airport security. Oh, the one thing I hate the most in this world. Well, it is the important. Thing. <laughs> That's slightly <laughs> more important. <laughs> yes, but it's always a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm always anxious until the moment you get through security. Hate I just it. feel like it's all gonna go wrong. Hate it. I- I'm anxious till I get on that plane. Um, I once left my boarding card and passport in the security bin. Oh, no. And I've never been the same. I've never, <laughs> I've never been right since. Oh, God. Yeah, I have some stories at security. I'm just a mess. I'm awful. <laughs> I feel their pain. Once I'm sitting on the plane, I'm happy because I've made it. Yeah. yeah. 
Right, so uh, <laughs> that was our little catch-up, so now it's on to pop news. <laughs> we do everything ourselves here. Amazing. Who <laughs> <laughs> needs sound effects? <laughs> <laughs> I am my own soundboard. Exactly. <laughs> I am your own soundboard, actually. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so first up, new celebrity couple on the rise. Uh, it's none other than Kylie Jenner. Would you believe she's dating Timothy Chalamet? I don't believe this for a second. I hate it so much. <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't think it's correct. I think it's a publicity stunt. For who, though? I don't know. What did one of them do? Someone, one of them has had to do something. And they're just well, like... a new, the Kardashian season three is coming up. Mm. And then Timothy's doing Dune 2. But that's, that's not going to be up for ages. Yeah. It's just like a very odd pairing. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. No, it really doesn't. But did you, did you see people are like, oh, the Kardashians go through men like I go through Pokemon cards. But like, they don't. We just no. see their lives. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Kardashian was married for like eight years. <laughs> and then she got into a serious relationship mm. for like a year and a half. How is that going through men? Yeah. Like, I know we're not the biggest fans of the Kardashians, but sometimes you have to just leave them alone. Yeah. I feel like they're fading a little bit now and just sort of these little details are just being blown up. To gain traction for that's what I'm talking about. I'm like, there's there's always a reason for something like this. But uh look, fair play to her, like he is a good looking man, so can't argue with it. Yeah, I hate it. But you know what you know what I do hate? Sean and Camila. Evan's was, heart was broken this I week. was very angry. <laughs> Sean left Evan. For my enemy. I fucking hate her. So Liz, if you don't if you're not caught up, I'm not the biggest fan of Rita Ora, okay? She's not really done anything wrong on me. I'm just no, I don't hurts. feel her, you know. I'm not my Rita Ora is Evan's Camilla Cabello. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, it's I just, get that. Not really a reason, a little bit annoying, a little bit in your face and just not vibing. So, yeah. I agree about Rita Rava, though. I am on that page. I don't hate her. Yeah. But she, she irks just, you. <laughs> she just doesn't do anything yeah. except appear in places. And it's like, oh, it's like they just have a job vacancy and they're just like, oh, Rita Rava will just do that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's like, I wonder you like, here you go. <laughs> Literally anything. Anything you want. Do you remember when she was like in a picture with Conor McGregor and all? I was like, what oh. are you doing? <laughs> get out of here. Like, get out. I think that's when my like stomach flipped. I was like, I can't deal with you anymore. That was it. Final straw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you for, for agreeing with me. I actually I feel validated now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, next up. So Universal Music uh, has sent streaming services like Spotify and Apple Music a warning regarding AI-generated music demanding that they block AI companies from accessing songs and um, saying, we will not hesitate to take steps to protect our rights and those of our artists. Oh. That's how they should. <laughs> yes, yeah. AI's gotten a bit too much now. Oh, uh, I can't stand it. It's ridiculous. I just, I don't like all the, I've seen a lot of Britney ones. It's like, Britney's singing this and it doesn't, it doesn't sound like Britney. It sounds yeah. like a computer trying to be Britney. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just pointless. Yeah. I think it's just like a fad now and we just need to stop it before it gets too far. Yeah. It's just, it needs to stop. It's, it's ridiculous. Even when like that chat, chat GPT first came out and everyone in my course was like, oh, I'm using it to write my assignments. And I'm like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> no. <laughs> because then what's the point to get education? exactly you know what i mean and even like at one point i was tempted because i had a really long paper and i was like i really don't want to write this but then i was like no okay obviously not because yeah you have to edit it and all anyway because i would think i'd be too nervous in case like you'd not written something there was some weird bit in one paragraph yeah like plagiarism and second of all it's a computer so like errors occur yeah like you know i'm uh yeah, it's ridiculous. And I actually didn't hear about that. Like, I didn't hear anything about any AI generated music or anything. So, there's a bunch of Rihanna ones. Like, she's singing like a Maroon 5 one. And I think there's like one where she's singing a Beyonce one. And it's really, it's just like, it sounds like Rihanna, but it's weird. It doesn't as well. Yeah, I know what you mean. 
sounds like what it is like computer yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Rihanna. Cool. Anyway, so last headline. So um it was announced that there will be a Harry Potter TV series, which will be a uh, quote unquote faithful adaptation to the story. The HBO Max content chief um has comment has declined to comment on J.K. Rowling's transphobic remarks after the announcement of the series, saying, Our priority is what's on the screen. The Harry Potter story is incredibly affirmative and positive and about love and self acceptance. Well, well, <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, my first initial thought, and um, we went through this last week, but I'll go yeah. through it again, is we don't need it. No, yeah, you don't it's need not it. been that long since the films. Yeah, there's no purpose of no purpose this at all. Like the films came out when I was like young. I still remember going to see them in the cinema. Maybe when I'm like in 20 more years, it might be a nice little nostalgia trip and you're like, ah, new people on the scene and stuff. But there's no need and I just think it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't fucking oversaturating that's the stop oversaturating me with content. I don't need it. Mm. Anyway, as if I watch it. Like as if I I'm I'm notorious for like not watching a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm being really bad at watching stuff and TV series and all. So as if I'm I would actually watch it anyway, but like whether it was Harry Potter or not, we don't want need it. We the movies are great. What's the point? Yeah. Yeah, Just we don't need any more of her. <laughs> so, any more of her. Like, I was trying to skate around it, but we don't need any more of her. Well, we don't. She need just it. needs to get in the bin mm-hmm. and yeah. just go away. You don't have to skate around any JK slander here. We're all for it. So it's fine. Oh, wonderful. We're all for the turf slamming. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, we are. I still love Harry Potter, though. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I loved it all yeah. like, growing up. And I still, I'll still watch the films. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't, I won't, I don't really buy anything. I, I've done all the merch. I'm over that. Yes. I don't, I don't need anything. Um, and I'd just rather not give her yeah. any money, really. I'm the exact same. Like, I'll watch the films again, and I have DVDs, and I have games and stuff like that. So I don't need to give any money back into the franchise because no. I kind of have everything I need to watch yeah, and, basically. and consume. But, like, I do. It still, still does hold a very deep place in my heart. I just need to dissociate her with, yeah. her, you know? Yeah. Get rid of her. her in the bin. <laughs> Get in the bin. Okay, so uh, Katie, what is this week's topic? Well, today, everyone, we are ready to come and get it. Please follow me into the secret garden. I will be there along with Evan and Lucas, where we speak about every little thing, and I will try not to sound like a dum-dum. But if I am, Evan will negotiate with love and put me on the right path. Yes, that's correct. This week we are talking about none other than Miss Rachel Stevens's Come and Get It. So, Evan and Lucas, what is your history with Come and Get It? Uh, I am, to this day, obsessed with this album. <laughs> it's <laughs> okay. I, it, easily my favourite album ever. Wow. Um, and I've never got bored of it. It, it. it was released when I was, I'm probably showing how old I am now, I think I was about 17. Okay. So that's in 2005. So that's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so it released when I was, when I like came out to all my friends and just like to everyone. So yeah. it just, I just remember it like being there. I know it sounds cheesy, but like no. it was, it was yeah. like my album and it was just, just what I lo- like listened to and loved at the time. Yeah. That's cute. That's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Evan. Okay, so mine's not as details. (laughs) So obviously, you know, I knew some of the singles from back then. Um, Probably, but the first time I listened to it was today when I was waiting on for my delayed flight. Um, (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) does not look happy right now. (laughs) Oh no, you've listened to it, I don't mind. I think a lot of people will know the singles. Mm. Yeah. I don't even think, I would, anyone I talk about it or at it, so... Probably don't know she's got two albums. Yeah, I didn't. No. She, uh, no, it never really, well, I mean, we'll come to later, but it never really <laughs> went, took off massively. Okay. Katie, what's your history with this album? Yeah, my history with this album is, 
in preparation for this as well. Um, I forced to listen to it yesterday in the car coming home. And then I listened to it again while I was cleaning my room today. Um, so yeah, I'll delve into more details about it, but I didn't, I've never heard of this album before until preparation. So, well, that is <laughs> my job is team. done. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> that's two more people knowing about it. Exactly. I'll carry on. <laughs> and our five, no one listening. <laughs> our five listening. <laughs> <Kidding>. <laughs> Right. Right. So, what were you gonna say there? Um, I was just gonna tell you to bring us on to the next topic. Well, so we're gonna do a track by track analysis of the album Coming Out of by Rachel Stevens. Are you both ready? Yes. I'm ready. Okay, so first song is So Good, written by Hannah Robinson and Pascal Gabriel. The second single on the album, uh, featured in the documentary Rachel Stevens My World. Uh she stated that the song helped her find the sound for the album, reach number ten in the UK charts. Number two is I Said Never Again, But Here We Are, written by Julian Gingell, uh, Barry Stone and Rob Davis. The third single from the album received rave reviews from critics and features in the film Juice Bigelow, European Gigolo, uh, reached number 12 in the UK. Number three is Crazy Boys, uh, written by Hannah Robinson and Richard X. So Richard X said in a press interview that Crazy Boys was intended to be the third single from uh, this album. Where due to the timing of Rachel's appearance in the film, Juice Bigelow, European Gigolo, uh, I said it again, never again, but here we are, uh, was released as the third single. It was believed that it would be pushed to the fourth. However, never materialized. Uh, so Crazy Boys is described to be as the part two of Some Girls. Number four, I Will Be There, written by Hannah Robinson, Pascal Gabriel, Paul Staten. In the song, she sings about always being there for her lover and meeting them in heaven one day. Number five is Negotiate with Love, written by Anders Wolbeck, Matthias Lindblom, uh, Zeidemann, Miriam Nervo, and Olivia Nervo. Uh, this was the first single off the album, reached number 10 in the UK charts, giving Rachel Stevens her fourth top 10 hit. Number six is It's All About Me, written by Boris Williams, Fraser T. Smith, Lawrence Tullhurst, Paul Thompson, Richard Cardwell, Robert Smith, Robert Roger O'Donnell, and Simon Gallup. The song includes an interpolation of Lullaby by The Cure, um, it's All About Me was originally titled All About Me on earlier promotional copies of the album. Seven is Secret Garden, written by John Douglas and Karen Poole. The song was initially written for Kylie Minogue before being offered to Rachel Stevens. Um, and in the song, Rachel sings about finding her, her own paradise with her secret lover. Number eight is Nothing Good About This Goodbye, written by Alexis Strum, Brian Higgins and Nick Kohler. So Nothing Good About This Goodbye was originally recorded by Alexis Strum and included on her two... 2003 album sampler. Uh, Alexis's version was never officially released. Songwriter Alexis Strum in 2005 stated that in the press that nothing good about this goodbye would be the fourth single from the project. The song was made available for pre-order on the HMV website. However, it was cancelled following poor performance of the album. There are three known versions of nothing good about this goodbye. The album version, uh, the performance version, presumed to be the single version, and an alternative promotional version featured on an early promotional copy of the album. Number nine is Some Girls, written by Hannah Robinson and Richard X. This was released as a charity single for Sport Relief. A number of acts were considered for the song, such as Girls Aloud and Jerry Halliwell. Some Girls was the 40th best-selling single of 2004 on the, in the UK, reached number two in the UK and number one in Ireland. Number 10 is Je M'Appelle, uh, written by Damien Legacic and Je- Shelley Pole. The song was originally intended for fellow management artist and pop idol winner Michelle McManus. The song is registered on the MLC as Je M'appelle Michelle. Uh, Eleven is uh, Funny How, written by Rachel Stevens, uh, Miranda Cooper, Brian Higgins, Nick Kohler, Lisa Cowell and Tom Pell. Funny How is the only song featured on the album that is actually co-written by Rachel Stevens. Number 12 is Every Little Thing, written by Jewel and Stone and Rob Davis. Every Little Thing is listed as a bonus track, but appears on every version of the album. The final track is Dum Dum, written by David Erickson, T. Nichols, and Jay Valentine. Similar to Every Little Thing, it is a bonus track, list, is listed as a bonus track, but appears in every version of the album. So yeah. that was the track by track analysis of Come and Get It by Rachel Stevens. So, discussion time. Discussion time. Lucas, kick us off. Well, I, so I've, wrote a little, <laughs> <laughs> I've wrote small notes about each song. <laughs> That's how passionate I am. <laughs> Great. So we'll start at the beginning. <laughs> um, 
So the, uh, let's go with the singles first. So obviously, negotiate with love uh, was a number ten. Yeah. Number, and then the next one was number ten. But uh, I remember buying this on a single. Yeah, I think I had a single, and this one of the single versions had some sort of game, and I can't remember what the game was, but I remember a lot of uh, like pop stars at that time were doing like weird little. Like, do you remember when the internet first like came about? Yeah. And there were like weird like dress up games or like Yes. You could like click a door and it went to the next room. I think it was like that. Right. Um I I really do like this uh, negotiate with love. I just think I wouldn't have chosen it as the lead single. Okay. But then I don't think if it was a single, I don't think it would fit anywhere on the album. Yeah. But, like it's a little bit it's a little bit too different to the rest of it. Yeah, could not have been a single. It does feel a bit out of place. It's a good song, but yeah, it is. Yeah. It's kind of not. It, it's just not. It, it doesn't sound like Richard X, and I think a lot of this sounds like Richard X. Right, I get you. Uh, so good is the second single, which was number ten mm-hmm. again, um, and this is probably one of my favorite songs of all time. Maybe okay. like maybe like top three ever. <laughs> um. I just, I think it's everything that she should have been marketed at. So the music video is very Kylie. She's okay. got like boys behind her. She's got disco lights. So she has these fingerless gloves in the video as well that had their own <laughs> website at one point. They are that, <laughs> yeah, honestly. They're so I, <laughs> and I have scoured the internet and I cannot find it. <clears throat> but there's like evidence of that it existed. Which is yeah. little pink fingerless gloves. There's a whole little dance routine. It's just very much like gay bar at midnight. Uh-huh. Really like camp. Cool. Uh, I said never again. Third single, number twelve. Uh, I think it's a really good song. I just don't think it should have been a single. I think, it, even though we got really good reviews, which is really bizarre. Um, I think it's. I don't want to say weaker because I don't like to use the word weaker when I, I was going to say not strong enough. No, yeah. it's a single like... good album. Yeah, good album track, just not. And it, the flow of the singles doesn't go very well. Okay. Because they don't really, I don't feel like the. Well, they don't fit together. Obviously, you want singles to showcase different things. Yeah. yeah. I, ju- I just don't think these three really sort of advertise the album enough. Yes, they were in like. Getting cohesive in themselves to yeah. show that this is an album it just sounds like she's just released three different songs yeah yeah i get what you mean i think the fourth plan single no nothing good about this goodbye would have been better maybe as the second single mm-hmm. like, open was so good then nothing good about this goodbye and then she could have done crazy boys yeah and i just feel like they would have I'm not going to pretend that they would have made her given a number one <laughs> and made her like this huge pop star, but I think she might have squeezed out another single and maybe another album. If if maybe yeah. the order was different or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, I get you. Sometimes that can happen though. Like that, that can just be the detriment to somebody. Yeah, I don't think whoever was deciding the singles wasn't didn't really know who they were marketing Rachel as. Yes, I get you. Because it was, yeah, and I know what you mean. We'll delve into that in a little bit anyway. Uh, any other standouts? Um, obviously, some girls. Um, I'm assuming, do you both know some girls? Yeah. Do you remember that? Because yeah. I feel like that's, apart from uh, that and Sweet Dreams by LAX, are probably the only things people would know of Rachel. Oh. Which I... <laughs> Yeah, actually, no, I, sorry, I was like, yeah, of course, no, I don't, I'm a liar. Like, <laughs> I knew none of these songs. Wow, Do you know, like, none of hers at all? Every single song on this album was new. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've heard, I haven't listened to her first album, but I don't think I've heard anything on that either. No, you don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> fair, 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 fair. But no, this is yeah. the one, this is the one you listen to, not the it, This the is like... One. This this was all new. All oh new. wow, amazing! Yeah. But so I really I, liked it. Yeah, it's some, a great yeah, pop album. Yeah, some girls is so it it was like a last ditch, not a last ditch. So first single got to number two, and then they rushed another single, and it 
got to like 23 in the 20s yeah so everyone was like oh no what's going on <laughs> um and i can't remember she released the cover of ma 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 okay at some point i can't remember if it was before or after some girls that did okay and then some girls was kind of like the like let's just give it one more go see where we can go um and it did really it got to number two did really well the jerry halliwell apparently sat in a car and cried because she wouldn't they wouldn't give her the song oh but i think nobody's confirmed Ah. this people have confirmed it but she's never confirmed it i think it's (laughs) probably a bit embarrassed i wouldn't confirm it either i'd like no (laughs) losers (laughs) but i think the lyrics of the song and similar to so good the lyrics of both of them don't make not desperate but the both about like trying to get people to like her and being like mm. i don't know just sort of like a bit beggy yeah <laughs> oh, like a pick me kind of situation a little bit mm. a little bit like mom don't let me fall off but yeah she fell off on me sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow the slander this once. It wasn't. <laughs> it was lovable slander. Yeah, it was lovable. It wasn't. Yeah. True. It just. Yeah. It just didn't. And then I think. I think the success of some girls, because that was produced by Richard X. I think that's. They saw that and thought, ah, this is the way we'll go with her, and yeah. we'll take her down this sort of like electro, kind of like eighties dancey, modern electro pop kind. Yeah. Of. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really liked it. Like when I first listened to it, I was like, it gave me strong, like, kind of solo atomic kitten or girls aloud kind of early, yeah. early doors. Mm. It gave me that kind of like vibe because that too, like, I would have listened to around the early 2000s, would have been like the likes of Atomic Kitten and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is quite like, like my jam. Like, this is what I could get used to. And it helped that I was like listening to it in the car and it was a sunny evening and you know I had the window oh, yeah. down and, and it was a really nice vibe to listen to it for the first time so obviously that's gonna like help I think a lot of Girls Aloud fans I fi- feel like find it easy to listen to this because yeah. most of their stuff was Xenomania and I think they've cropped up quite a few times throughout and you can kind of hear yeah. I feel like a Xenomania song you hear it and you know it's them yes Hundred percent. Yeah, and a lot of definitely. these stand out. Mm-hmm. It, like, cause I was a big Girls Aloud fan, and then it just it gave me that kind of real yeah. like, like sing your heart out. It's like not overly sad. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not overly slow. If there's a slow one, and it's it's quite good in that in that sense. Yeah. So I really liked it, and it just it it feels like an early two thousands album, but like not in a bad way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Never a bad way. <laughs> never. never. <laughs> <laughs> no Maybe never so. bad way it was like even though i'd never heard her before or like i heard her obviously but like never heard her own stuff or heard this album yeah it felt nostalgic yeah i think in a weird way like she, i think she'll always be rachel from s club seven well that's it so mm-hmm. i think that's always gonna be the tie course yeah but like i actually didn't think about like S Club 7 when I was listening to it. Oh, that's I mean? good. Yeah, yeah like definitely. It, I was able to separate the two in my own mind. Maybe it was because I wasn't like like fully aware of both at the time when she would have been prominent. So maybe it's easier yeah. for me because I only knew S Club 7 and I didn't know. I, I never knew Rachel Stevens on any of her own stuff. So I only knew of S Club 7, which I was obsessed with when I was younger. Oh, same. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> let's not talk about that right now but, oh well, yeah <laughs> start crying oh <laughs> yeah yeah anyway um so yeah i just i really enjoyed it like all around it was just it was just a good feel good feel album like and i like it's something that i can definitely see myself putting on the car again yeah just, just to listen to it which is very rare for me with an album so yeah i think it's there's not really Obviously, I'm like a hardened fan, so I'm not going to say there's anything that I don't like on it. But I actually think there is only like one song that you're not mad on, like. Yeah, and it's every little thing. One of the bonus tracks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I thought that was so funny. (laughs) 
No, I don't dislike it. I just think it. I just think it could have been replaced. There's a song that she did called "Nothing in Common," which is unreleased, but it's on YouTube, so that level of unreleased. Oh, that I just think would have been better on the album. Mm. And would have meant I could listen to it easier than going on YouTube. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like you like to have easier access to that, yeah. and you could leave every little thing in on yeah. unreleased. Yeah. Perfect, I got you. So, Evan, what what are your thoughts and opinions? On every little thing. I just thought about Tesco when I heard this. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> the bonus track thing made me laugh. I was like, how are these bonus tracks put on every single version? I imagine it, it must have been, there must have been planning to release it in more territories. Mm. Yeah. Because I remember having the album and it said bonus tracks. And it makes no sense, really. That's funny. Yeah, I do think it's a great pop album. Uh, like you said, Katie, it's very feel good. Like I'd stick it on again, maybe at the gym or something like that. At the gym, yeah, it's yeah. not a bad show. Yeah. I actually, I like I, I've mentioned it like eight times before. Everyone's gonna be like, shut up. But it's a very good car album. Yeah, it's a very good put on while you're driving or like in a means of public transport. Mm. In my yeah, I've been listening to it on the bus all day. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if it, like sit there and just listen as you go on your journey, like it, it's quite. Nice. I just think it's like a, it's just like an up tempo kind of happy album. Nothing to, like you said, there's no like deep ballads, like emotional. No. It's just like easy listening pop, really. It really is, and it's it's fun, and it's it's yeah. like oh, it's fresh, like it's like a fresh album, yeah. You know? It would, yeah. I would say it was ahead of its time. I'd agree with you. Similar, I think like Holly Valance's second album is very much like this, mm. and that did terribly. Holly yeah. Valance, oh my God. I know. <laughs> that just took me back. <laughs> I'm I'm under a rock, apparently. <laughs> I was just about uh, to I'm... ask if you even knew who she was. She was on Neighbours. <laughs> oh, which one? Lucas, uh, <laughs> you know this better than me, probably. I think she played somewhere. It was either her or Adele Goodrum played Nina Tucker, and I can't remember which. I haven't seen Neighbours in a very yeah. long time. I'm looking yeah. it up now. They're bringing Neighbours back stupidly. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't understand that. They cancelled it, did a big hoo-ha of like, saying goodbye, got Kylie back. And then a week later, they were like, ah, start again. <laughs> They got her back. She said nothing. <laughs> yeah, funny. she had no words. <laughs> I don't understand why she even bothered. They probably had to pay her more. If they wanted to speak, they'd pay, have to pay her probably. That was the funniest thing. Like, I know nothing about Neighbours. <laughs> I remember my nan watched it when I was little. And that's. I weird. used to watch it with my nanny. So it used to go Neighbours Simpsons Home and Away on oh. RT2. That, that oh, was yeah. our channel, Neighbours Simpsons. And I had to watch them every single day. Um, yeah, I do. I recognise her from Neighbours, yeah. But it's, yeah, so her album, uh, second album did, What's I would say, it? flopped the same. Um, it was a similar production, but it just, it probably just wasn't the right time. That can happen as well. It's just not the right, like, season for people to come out. Yeah. And everyone was just like, I'm not having a barrier. But, like, if if it was just released, like, a month or two earlier or later, like, it maybe could have done amazing. Just, it depends who's releasing around you as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think at that time as well. I think of who was big at the time. I, I don't think she stood a chance. I feel, yeah. I mean, I've got <laughs> much more to say about all of this in a bit. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think it was just pop. At the time, pop music was just losing its fight against like indie music and guitars, yeah. all that bar and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse you. Have you heard of the 1975? Oh, shut up, Evan. <laughs> it's like I knew I had to piss her off somehow. <laughs> Evan's going to see the 1975 soon. So it's all I'm going to hear about until two months after Evan has seen the 1975. <laughs> like September, anyway. <laughs> I know their name, and that's probably about it. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. They're grand. Like <clears throat> they've good songs. They do have good songs. I feel like being fast to say this now. <laughs> <they have> good... <laughs> um, no, they do. They like they are okay, but like 
you know, I hope you have fun, Evan. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I'm trying not to get myself in trouble. I wish you well. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you well. It sounds like she's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. I quit. No, I'm messing I'll never quit. Here, I've quit about four times. <laughs> fair. fair, fair, fair. Oh, my God. Anyway, actually, fun funny story my cousin was a contestant on the voice of ireland and her and his coach was um rachel stevens i'm so jealous <laughs> can you say has not come no i can't sing the all. voice of ireland do you not remember it was the weirdest line <laughs> no, i remember the voice of ireland i mean first of all your cousin was on it second of all rachel stevens was a coach yeah that was the weird well they, the voice do you not remember the coaches they had in the voice of ireland it was really stupid and random no offense. <laughs> no, no, I get that. It, she is an odd pick for yeah. A singing it was like I think it was like her, like Una Healy um, and Brezzy, Niall Breslin. If, if you don't know, if you Google it, and then someone else. I think it was like was it one of the guys from Boys on or something? I thought you were going to say Bono. I was like, what? <laughs> I imagine it was Boys on Westlife. I think was it not like Nikki or Keen from Westlife? No, yeah, I think one of them. Keen was a judge. He wasn't. Is that a judge or a coach as yeah, well? Yeah, coach. Yeah. Oh, then yeah. She's was... gonna kill me for that. It was Keen. <laughs> She's gonna kill me for that because I got boys on a Westlife mixed up. Oh no! I actually, I, I completely get that. Mm. I was just a Westlife girl, but where I do get that, like, that if you're not a fan, it's it's hard to model it. Oh, it's yeah, easy to model it. So. Um, but yeah, no, Nikki's a um a radio presenter now, just fun fact over here. <laughs> yeah. Just thought I'll I'll give you that little bit of information. <laughs> I don't still um catch up with the boys, I just just know a little bit. The weekly calls have ended. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, this is really embarrassing, but and this is not Westlife Westlife podcast, but it's very funny. So I used to do like a theater summer camp. One of my first years there, Shane feeling from Westlife's nephew was at it. And it was like two days in and one of the like leaders, like a woman in her like 40s came up to the room and she was like, just to let you know, blah, blah, blah. Like Shane Feeling's nephew was here and told us his name. I'm not going to say it here because like, not that he'd ever listen, but just in case. Anyway, I was like, oh my God, what if he comes to like the final performance? Like I'm fully thinking that I'm going to... Oh, I would have thought the same. My mind would have gone there. I (laughs) followed this boy. Like I was like, hi, how are you? Hi, my name's Katie. Hi. And then I, he went to the pool one night. So I went to the pool that night and I like... It was like trying to get their attention. Like Evan, this is so unhinged, right? This is Cam Rock. Literally, <laughs> and I was like, "Hi, what's your name?" Fully known who he is. Like it was Uncle Liz, knowing about this boy's life. Anyway, um, he was like four years older than me at the time, so he was like, "Fuck off!" And uh, <laughs> never happened. So no, he was very nice. He was really nice, but uh, I didn't get to meet Shane Phelan. Also, when Shane Phelan got married, I sat on my sofa. With a tin of biscuits and cried. And yes, I was like eight. Well, that's allowed. You're allowed at that age. I was eight. I'd probably do it at this age as well. But it's fine. Hey, excuse me. <laughs> My mom was just like... <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That was due to her analyze my behavior. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my mom was just like, what am I raising? And you know what? She should have known from then what I was going to turn out like. Fangirl. Am I a fangirl? I think you were. I don't think I am anymore. Not on like an extreme level, but yeah. I used to be an extreme fangirl. Mm. But I'm not anymore. I've kind of chilled out. Except for the whole, me and everyone see Paramore. Did we already oh, talk yeah. about this? Oh, we did. Yeah. But um, I cried the whole concert. That's fine. I, was I cry not, at every concert. I was not expecting the level of emotion that came out of my body. Like No, I cry at them all. I went feral like it was amazing yeah. so my little fan girl came back out of paramore so i guess i hysterically cried the entire way through the spice girls concert oh, i was just i was also drunk so that Love <laughs> that, that kind of helps <laughs> Me drinking, too. i was just drinking wine and that was oh. the <laughs> to go yeah it was the easier because i didn't have to go back to the bar i just bought a bottle of wine that's not bad um, and i is my i imagine i'll obviously i'm going to see s club in october Oh, wow. I was going to ask was, you about that. 
I mean, I was going to cry anyway. I imagine now you'll cry even harder. It'll be more, yeah, just more emotional, really. Oh, we were only speaking about this last week. Like, we wonder. We were kind of saying, will they still go ahead? And we're like, no, of course they're going to go ahead. So, I think we, so. we think they're just going to do a really sad tribute. So, get ready. Yeah, I'll bring, a, <laughs> I'll bring the <laughs> tissues. There's nothing I like would. a concert cry. No, exactly. It's like happy tears, though. Mm. Oh, yeah. I was and just so overwhelmed. More so, I think it's more when you go and see someone like you've liked for a long time or you've grown up with. Mm. That Well, it's nostalgia and it? it just sort of takes over. Yeah, it does, definitely. 100%. Are you going to cry at Mighty Hoopla when you see Rachel Stevens solo? Oh, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh-huh. I think I'll be too busy screaming. Fair. Yeah, or, fair. <laughs> or trying to find her after a concert. Con- be... yeah. yeah. No, but um, is it a really big festival? Uh, I don't think it's huge, but it's definitely grown. I seen a video the other day of last year when Sophia Spexter were on mm. and the crowd looked like huge. Wow. So I'm kind of hoping. Yeah. So you've been it's before? Not... No, no, I've just seen videos. Okay. Um, I hope that it's not as wild for Rachel, but I think she's very highly requested. Yes. Like would... year after year. So, yeah, I think it'll be mad. I would imagine there's a big kind of um, audience for Rachel. Yeah, this is this is where her audience are. Yeah, I'd love to go to this. It, it, I can't wait. It looks really good. Wow, I'm looking at the the lineup now. It's actually really cool. Natasha Bedingfield, Kelly yeah. Rowland, years and years. I haven't heard of them in years. Why are years and years <laughs> there? <I'm> just... <laughs> Lisa Scott Lee is going to be there. From... <laughs> but uh, it, so it's Saturday and a Sunday but they announced Sunday like two months after tickets for Saturday went out Is so it... I'm not going on Sunday oh uh, no so I'm not going to see Lisa Scott Lee singing oh. her solo work which is actually really depressing <laughs> maybe not for everyone but I, I'm quite okay. sad about it <laughs> yeah um, is it a camping festival or is it just oh well no no it's, it's just a two or from yeah. yeah I wouldn't have camped Anyway, <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> I've got a hotel. Well, I've got a hotel. Oh, nice. Oh my god, I could not camp. I don't do festivals. No, um, I went to Park Life a couple of years ago for just one day, and it was disgusting. I'm a festival girly. I am mm. a festival girly. Put me in a tent. No matter. I worked at a festival last year. Um, I like to do. I do some like events work here and there, and I done a festival. Oh my god, camp for the whole three days and it was incredible. I was just oh, like no. sleeping in tent by myself. <laughs> but one of my acts, I was artist liaison, and one of my acts, I'd met her at a different um festival prior, and she was my act at that as well. I was artist liaison at that, and she her tent was in front of mine, and I was like, Hey, so I had like a little neighbor and all for a night. It was actually really, really nice. So I need a bed and I need a shower mm. and a bathroom. I just I'm a stinky girl. Do you care? Throw some perfume deodorant on. I'm like, you know what? Just mask it. When I'm, when I'm done, okay. So. Right, okay. I think we're going to get off the topic of your hygiene. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hey. get back to this album, Rachel Stevens, all the things. Fair. We'll, we'll bring it back to Rachel, I suppose. Now, I but... suppose. Um, anything else to say? Uh, well, I don't, Lucas. Uh, I have. Well, I would got stuff to say about like uh, how it did and stuff. But do you want well, to? Uh, I'll, I can say that, that, and then you can say your bit. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So then, this is uh, the album success. Um, I'm doing the inverted commas. We will not do inverted commas. Uh, comment, <laughs> whatever. They comment, are. Wait, uh, what is it called? Quotes. Commas. Quote. Isn't that commas or quotes? Air quotes. Air quotes. Air that's quote. it. Okay, mixing the two up. Anyway, uh, so the album reached number 28 in the UK charts. Um, so not great. Uh, <laughs> however, yep. critics, some critics seem to like it. So uh, BBC Music, Talia Cranes wrote that it was bold, swaggering and accomplished. Quite simply, it's the pop album of the year. 
Uh, All Music made mention of the album's lack of success, saying this utterly mediocre chart performance, in terms of its genre at least, is astonishing when you consider that the album was masterminded by the finest songwriters and producers in the game, but its failure becomes utterly mind-boggling when you actually listen to the thing. Yeah. Uh, The Guardian put it on their thousand albums to listen to before you die. It was was really well received. Like, critically, it was really well received. Mm. And like they said, the it was produced and like written by huge like pop uh, like people yeah. who were huge in pop at the time. Yeah, I think there's a few reasons. I think I mean I've summarized why it didn't do well. Uh, firstly, the management. Yes. So yeah. she was managed by Simon Fuller, who obviously managed S Club, managed Spice Girls. Who the Spice Girls left halfway through the career because okay. he was. I think he was just very controlling in the way that they presented themselves. Like S Club 7 were always just like good, nice pop stars. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think any of them, apart from the TV show with the oh. sort of like the... The Miami of, show, was it? Yeah, like Miami 7. They had like Miami 7, LA 7, a few more. They'd made characters. And Rachel was presented as Rachel from Friends. Oh. So she was... The pretty nice girl next door who liked boys. And I think when she went solo, they kept her as just the nice pop star. Mm. And she was just nice. She was pretty. She sang nice songs. I don't think I don't think they pushed her as, as having much personality. Yeah. And yeah, I think a lot of, a lot of the interviews around the time, she's just very, she's just lovely. Like she's just a nice person. Um, but I think it lacked just like a bit of edge, really. So they're like nice washer. Yeah, basically, and yeah. and that's why, like, through the her album, I think she's got a nice voice. Mm. Um, and I just, I don't think there's anything like vocally on the album that really like she excels at. They yeah, she didn't bring any like flavor to it. She just no a, a, a genuine nice decent. Yeah pop album and just like showcase like whatever but it wasn't like magnificent as in it probably could have gone further within like vocal range and and yeah yeah i get what you mean they could have dressed it up a bit more yeah and the main reason so apparently a promo version of the album was sent out and it was the full album like a couple of months before the album released and 2005 was like prime LimeWire, prime like downloading legally. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So everybody had it. Everyone who wanted it had it. Had it. So it kind of, when it came out, it was just like sort of went away. And it only charted oh. for two weeks and then just disappeared. Oh, that's actually really sad. I know. That actually made me really sad. It is crap. It's just somebody made a mistake somewhere and it just ruined a career. But again, like I said earlier, I don't, I'm not, I don't think it would have, I think it could have got in top 10, maybe, at least yeah. top 20. Well, yeah. Um, but, you know, it wouldn't have cemented her as like a pop legend for forever. Oh, no, no. But like the album probably would have just had that little bit more success, as you said, like it would have just got a bit higher in the charts because like people would have bought it instead of. Yeah, it wouldn't have been a flop. Yeah. And she, she might have got another. I, think, I love a good flop, I do. I just, I, I I would say most music I listen to, people would say it flopped. But mm. I, I think guess. chart positions mattered a lot more back then. Now I don't think people care as much. No. I thought of a TikTok now. Yeah. I was going to say, once your songs be made a sound on TikTok, you don't really care where you're hitting in the charts. So People are talking about it. But uh, yeah, that's I mad. think they had high expectations and the first sign of like a wobble well she'd already had the wobble her first album didn't do well either and they got reissued and did a little better yeah so i don't think i think there was just a lot riding on this and it didn't do very well so they just thought nah save the money which is a shame it is a shame why hasn't she done any music since and so this performance like i said earlier is she's not performed her work since she did a little bit at the S Club reunion, but like the majority of it 
she's just not been near. I don't know whether, I don't know. Part of me thinks is she like a bit embarrassed. Or oh, not embarrassed, but a bit. Well, yeah, I suppose embarrassed is the word. Um, Probably just a little bit like borned as well in a way, just kind of like. like... She'll have had to close that part of her life off a little bit and just sort of move away. But I hope she sees the crowd go wild at Hoopla because it will mm. do. People look like of course. the people who love her, like at me, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> like go mad for her. Yeah. I'm delighted. I know that will be good. That'll be really, really good. I'm excited to see, like, hopefully see videos of it and stuff and see see what I'm going to. I'm going to attempt to video a little bit. <laughs> While you're screaming, <laughs> but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'll be screaming, crying, cry, crying, screaming and crying so loud. I've been to concerts before and I can't upload the footage or like can't upload any video because you can hear me singing. That's, that's oh, a, yeah, yep. Paramore. I I uploaded one video that was three seconds long and it was just a bit of fire and like you saw Haley like do a dance move and that's all I could upload. Yeah, nobody needs to hear me singing, oh. especially at that volume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that many beers deep for oh, yes. Uh I think I was on about four or five by the time we left and I was just inconsolable. So yeah, I get you. Um no, but that'll be really fun and hopefully the weather's nice and stuff, so it'll be be fab. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> it's June tour and fourth, yeah. Right? So, yeah, yeah, I think should, so. Should be all right. Well, you're going on tour because you're going first day. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Okay, so um, so Lucas, what we like to do here, here is we like to put school in session. That's basically six session. That's a completely different thing. Um, <laughs> uh, so we like to do a little pop quiz with you. Okay. If you would like. So me and Katie yeah. are going to quiz you 10 questions uh, on Rachel Stevens. Come and get it. So I'll ask the first question. Katie will go next. So on. Okay. Right. Okay. So, question one. Which song featured in the Oscar-winning film Deuce Bigelow, American Gigolo? <laughs> I never again, but here we are. Yes. She is in that film as well. She plays Muddy Girl, or Dirty oh. Girl. <laughs> she does. She so... just plays a random... She's in it for about 30 seconds, and she's just covered in mud. Can I, I also say, that. I've never seen this film either. It's terrible. I've never it's heard of it. Rob her. Schneider. <laughs> it's, it's awful. Oh, okay, fair. That's fine. I won't have to watch it. Well, <laughs> at least they'll ever have a little cameo in it since yeah. since their songs in it. So, you know, that's good. Um, so question two. Which single gave Rachel Stevens her fourth top ten hit? I know it gets hard, doesn't it? No, because I've confused the which order to... oh wait. Yeah, I'm confused about the order. Uh I'm gonna say <laughs> oh. So it's negotiate. the fourth one to give the top ten. I'm going to say negotiate with love. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know, my, it gets hard, doesn't it? <laughs> my badge is still there. <laughs> <laughs> love when Katie just said, yeah, it does get hard. <laughs> Leave yeah, me alone. And she doesn't, even. I'll say things to her about six times and she just forgets. No, right. So the reason we do the pop quiz is mostly for me because I haven't got the best attention span in the world. And as Evan said, like we will both say the same thing eight times and then we'll Evan will ask me a question with that same answer and I'll be like, What? <laughs> so this but but for you we're just we're we're dusting off this badge, so that's fine. <laughs> so uh question three, which song was initially written for Kylie Minogue? I forgot that. No, you haven't. So good. No, do you want to do no. shot? Is that your final answer? No. Oh, God, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I also have a terrible memory. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've said it earlier. No, uh, I'm going to have to pass. I can't even remember. It was Secret Garden. Ah, yeah, yeah. Which I think would have been a good Kyla song. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's very Kylie. So, question four. Which song was released as a single for Sport Relief? Some Girls. Yes, you are correct. Question five. True or false? Some Girls was initially meant for Girls Without. False. 
It's actually true. Oh. Huh. I did not know that. <laughs> we said it earlier. See, this is what... <laughs> did we? Did we? I oh my did. god, Katie. <laughs> I, I know I have the answer. And she still forgets. I know I have the answer in front of me, but... <laughs> I remember we said Jerry. I can't remember. Ooh, god, my but we, yeah, we did mention both of them. So that's fair, I think. That's a fair mix-up. Okay. Katie, you ask um, the next question. Question six? Yeah. Okay. Um, name the two bonus tracks on the album. Every little thing, and dum mm-hmm. dum. Yes, you're correct. Uh, question seven: Which song did Rachel Stevens co-write? Funny how. That is correct. Question eight: True or false? Um. Oh, oh, sorry. I my brain just couldn't read that for a minute. So, question. A, true or false? It's all about me samples pictures of you by the cure. True. Wrong. It, it samples lullaby by the cure. Oh, I don't even know the cure are. <laughs> you know, we'll give you half a point because I knew it was samples the... a cure song. Okay, that's you could fair. Any song and I wouldn't have known it. <laughs> okay, uh, question nine. What year did the album come out? 2005. Correct. And question 10, which is the only song with a French title? Je m'appelle. Oui, oui. (laughs) I actually cannot imagine Michelle McManus singing that song. Michelle McManus? Was it Michelle McManus? Michelle. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. The future lady from Pop Idol. Yeah, that would have been strange. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah, she's like, I don't know, she gives me like uh, Bag Lady oh. and vibes. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, just... yeah, no, I can't imagine that either. Just looking at, at um, like, no. No. <laughs> just no. Just <laughs> no. No to yeah. you, Michelle McManus. <laughs> but I hope you're doing fine. Good, good on you. I uh, think she's going to be at Maya Hooper, actually. Oh, <laughs> oh, she was. Oh, so they do one in January that's at like a, I think it's Bogner Regis, some holiday park. Yeah. And she was there. I think she was like one of the headliners at that. Oh, she plays for. Is she still gone? Well, she has a holiday park head on her. Jesus Christ. I think the gays just keep her in, in <laughs> keep her <laughs> sheltered and fed. Oh, well, that's, that's really good. Good. good for them. Okay, so next up, we're going to put Rachel Stevens come and get it on our pop scale, ranking ranking it out of five based on how much we like it and its place in pop culture. Lucas, we'll start with you. Out of five, what do you give? Come and get it. I won't give it a five because that's going crazy. I would <laughs> give it a four and only did up to point for the UK's lack of support and their failure to make it chart higher. Okay. I'm going to give it a three because... I, it was my first time listening to it in the past two days. So, you know, I didn't really have much of, like, a recollection about it and stuff like that. So I can't really say it's very relevant to me. But um, I did really enjoy it. And I definitely see myself listening to it again. And I thought it was a very, very, very good album for, like, what the career solo career was. So for that reason, I'm giving it a three. What about you, Evan? I'm going to go three as well. Similar reasons. Mm. Um, I think it's a really good pop album. Uh, just didn't take off in the way that I think she would have liked to. Um, but yeah, oh, I think it is have. really good pop. No, I suppose. Um, yeah, no, it's just a really good pop album. Thought it was really good. But I don't have much of a history with it, so I can't really give it like higher than the three. So that's why no. I'm doing that. Yeah, that was my reason too. So. So. Next up, we're going to talk about what's popping, meaning what we're enjoying in terms of pop culture. Katie, we'll start with you. What's popping with you? Um, Pretty much the same things. Still mm. watching Succession, still watching Ted Lasso, still all my regular podcasts, except I've gotten a new, new podcast. And it's oh. called, just let me get it up because my memory is crazy <laughs> and you, I do forget your child's it. name <laughs> um, that probably will happen to me um, <laughs> I'm like um I can't remember what I named those uh court junkie 
and it's very good. Mm-hmm. So it's like a true crime podcast, but it goes in to the court cases of the true crime case rather than the actual just the true crime bit it goes into like what happened in court and it was really good like there's some cases that I didn't know of but I learned a lot more about like how the court trial and stuff like that went and then my usual not my bag that's what I heard Spencer of Vogue good guys hold my drink staying relevant the useless hotline unpopular opinion make it make it a podcast that's us yeah <laughs> um my therapist ghosted me, shagged, married, annoyed, all things internet, talking bollocks, Rachel, Unse- Rachel Uncensored, Saving Grace. That The list goes on. The, I How do you have time to listen yeah, to all like these podcasts? That, I was like, she named in every podcast in the world. No, I, I just wanted to like, show you, this is how obsessed I am. Relax the podcast. Why would you tell me that? I'm grandma. Nothing is real. What What did you eat this week? The last of your life and The Witness. Now, the last two are season. Well, one was just one season of a podcast, so I don't actually listen to that. I should take that out of my library. And The Last of Your Life is a seasonal podcast, so I don't listen to that every week. But up until where I initially stopped, I listened to those weekly. So that's I don't have time to do anything else, but I am watching Kim's Convenience again. It's kind of like a comfort show for me. Okay. Um, but I don't know how politically correct that show is, so I'm not gonna say much more about it. <laughs> it's not Just... it's on it's on Netflix, like, but you know. Um you what is popping with you, Evan? So uh Succession still, um my usual podcast, Bet into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yes. Yeah, Luke you you commented saying you really like the show. My favorite TV show ever. Ah. Really, yeah, absolutely love it. Yeah, so I'm in the middle of season two right now. I'm absolutely bet into it because we covered it last week. And then it was weird. I said it on the pod. Like, I felt like I'd seen all of it. But then I watched it. I was like, I've actually seen none of this. But it's, it's really weird. Mm. It's just because it was always on TV at the time. Yeah. So it was like always just random episodes on. But yeah, I'm really bet into it right now. Um, Season three is the best. So. Oh, oh nearly there um yeah. let's see what else am i loving ava max because obviously so sorry in birmingham and um would you believe it katie the 1975 oh <laughs> <laughs> lucas what's popping with you uh i at the minute i've listened to mostly just like eurovision so getting oh, yeah. getting ready for the big night um i i've as you probably know with the Rachel Stevens album being from 2005. I like everything from the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've found a program called Tabitha Takes Over. <laughs> and it's basically, it's it's really like peak 2000s reality TV. It's like uh, Gordon Ramsay's, I want to say like Kitchen Nightmares. Joey yeah. goes in and just like tells Great. everyone off. Great it's, it's that, but mm. Tabitha is a hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> so she just goes to salons and just like rips them into shreds. No way. Is it English or no, American? Ah, uh, okay. Interesting. And then I I don't know if either of you heard of Bailey Serian. That sounds familiar. So she does a series called Murder. Oh Murder Mystery and Make Something like yeah. Murder Mystery and Makeup. Um so I am also my job is I'm a makeup artist. So I have an interest in, I like watching her. Shouldn't really talk about the makeup. She just talks about um, like murder crimes or like serial killers. I do know Bailey Sarin. Sorry, I didn't know her name yet. Um, it's called like murder and makeup or something. Or... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just a nice serial killer thing to listen to before work. <laughs> Literally me, my my new podcast. It's a really core cool, junkie's a really good podcast. If you're I'm going to write that down. I will remember that. Yeah. Or just but, listen back to this because you might not. That's okay because <laughs> I've forgotten most things <laughs> I said anyway. So yeah. But no, aside no. from that, main, it is mainly Eurovision. Mm-hmm. Just with mm-hmm. it being this the Eurovision season. Yeah. When is the big night for Eurovision? Thirteenth of May. It is the thirteenth. Is it? Because I have my work leaving party on the thirteenth, and my manager and work is like, "You're making me miss Eurovision." I'm like, sorry, but oh, I, I didn't know it I was like. <laughs> I would not be there. <laughs> I like honestly, it's an honor that he's coming because like it's a it's a big night for people who like Eurovision. It's a mm. big night. 
he's yeah. obsessed like he loves Eurovision so 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 much like it's it's like the night it's like the Super Bowl yeah definitely but, like you know so um I'm honored uh, but I said I did negotiate I said we'll go somewhere that's shown so I have to find somewhere that's shown so. any game bar surely yeah true <laughs> yeah true. I have to look into it anyway for over here to see but I'm hoping to get somewhere good anyway so yeah that's fun yeah so Lucas where can the people find you and all your things and what you're doing so you can uh, mainly on TikTok I would say so it's just Lucas Myers Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you wanted to follow my Instagram, I don't really post much on Instagram. Um, but my Instagram is just makeup. Um hmm. and I don't I just don't really do a lot on it. So I would say mainly TikTok. Yeah, cool. And Katie, where can the people find us? People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Get a podcast. You can give a little review on Apple Podcasts and a rating on Spotify if you like. And hit that follow button to help us go up in the charts. And if any of your family or friends need a new podcast to listen to, send them our way. They can find us anywhere they get their podcasts. Okay, so that was our episode on Come and Get It by Rachel Stevens. Lucas, thanks for joining us. No, thank, thank you for you. having me. Absolutely. So and you will hear from us next week. <laughs> <laughs>